This is the Oud and Offbeat podcast, because no mole is boring. Hey, eyeballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever festive Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like in good immunity tree lighting. Doesn't quite happen as planned. It's kind of janky, but you're glad it's there. <laughs> and we're actually recording this the day this comes out because we were going to do it yesterday, but that happened to be Christmas. Yep. And uh, so, Merry Holidays. I don't know. I can never, I can never say Merry Christmas. I was to say happy holidays to people. Or and I was right, Merry Xmas to people, which I don't know what that means, but Yeah. So Carrie Lynn a long time ago didn't like Xmas. She thought it was like a way to make Christmas more palatable to the masses. But actually we looked it up. It's actually like the super religious way to say Merry Christmas. Merry Xmas is? Yeah. What well, I, I don't say Merry X well, I guess I do say Merry Xmas sometimes. Or to, yeah. to write it. To write Yeah, it. I write it out. I never write Christmas. Yeah, no, I just say Merry X Files. And see if anyone oh knows. you do oh nice yeah that's good <laughs> yeah i don't know it's so it's sort of weird i remember i was doing like a, a holiday party a few years ago and uh it was like for a trucking company and mm-hmm. before i went on they had a ugly christmas sweater competition and the guy who won was wearing a t-shirt and uh and then during the show i said i hope everybody has a happy holidays and uh happy new year and the guy stands up he goes matt we say christmas around here <laughs> It's like Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> He's like, exactly. He's like, I'm like, heaven forbid other people like who might not celebrate Christmas. I like how all of your reactions involve religion. You're like, Jesus Christ. Jesus forbid. Christ. Good God, man. <laughs> Holy God, man. Jehovah. <laughs> so what do you think Jesus is doing right now, back in the day? Right now, back in the day? <laughs> no, like I mean, like at the day moment, after he was the born? Day, the day probably after his birthday. What, what I'm saying is the day after his birthday, what is he doing? What's Jesus up to? Today is the ultimate day to like sin because he, he's got to be slack and it's a hangover day. Oh, yeah. Right. Partied all night's his birthday. Plus, it's Christmas. Yep. Which is tough. He's, it's always tough when your birthday is on Christmas. He doesn't get all the gifts he would normally get. Man. Uh, yeah. So you think he's just relaxing and watching some, uh, you know, some Hallmark videos? Yeah. He's getting caught up on the Hallmark movies. Uh, <laughs> It's like, oh, this is the one where the two people meet in the small town they both grew up in, but have since moved to the big city. And then they run into each other on the street, that one? Yeah, and then they, they fall bump in love. In, they, they bump into each other. They're each backing up in a supermarket, and then they bump into each other. He knocks over her carton of eggs. Yep. And then and he walks away, and she's like, you, and then they fall in love. No, see, I was saying they both bend down to help each other, and then they hit heads. And then they they laugh about it, and then they come up and make eye contact. Go, oh my goodness, Susan! Then one thinks the other's married. Yeah. Then they're really not. But she's widowed. She, the guy died. The lady died, and she's ready to make a change. We should. This should be a. We should AI generate this as a Hallmark movie and see what happens, and then I, sell it. I've I've been telling Carrie Lynn all week as we watch these that you and I, our next project is writing. <laughs> I would love to, man. I would love to. We watched one that had no conflict. 
it was the weirdest thing. Like the lady comes back to town, runs into the guy, they fall in love, and the movie ends. We're like, there's a writer's strike. Like we know what the people want. Yeah, just eliminate the the the, the, BS. the story arc. Just Boom. two people from a tall small town meeting over Christmas. Twenty five hundred dollars. It was made. Yeah. <laughs> you and I will film it with our iPhones. All right. Well, I hope it was a Merry Xmas, Louie. Let's get to some news stories. Let's do it. And now for some weird news. This story comes from TheGuardian.com. It's a news source more reliable than an iPhone with my grandpa's SIM card. Uh, You don't think that the SIM card would be able to be transferred over to another phone or even like you could get the data off of it on your computer? I think the iPhone would go, this SIM card's for a telegraph. What's going on? <laughs> think of what that, that SIM card has seen, though, man. Saw World War One. <laughs> All right, so story goes, New Zealand mayor clarifies there's no need to stop pooing amid town's sewage stench crisis. I like how what it is, it's like, you just like, hey, if you live outside the city limits, go at work. This is so curious because uh, I have been to this town and it is a lovely town. And I'm, I'm sad to hear that there is a foul odor. It says well, I think New I've been Zealand- to Wellington. I've been there. Have yeah. you been to Wellington? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. That city's rad, man. It says a New Zealand mayor has been forced to clarify that residents do not need to stop pooing as a local council near Wellington struggles with worsening odor from a sewage plant that has left locals gagging and unable to open windows. Wow, I think I would just like my plunger in the toilet and leave it, you know, cap that bad boy. Well- I love how they're okay. like saying, oh, don't stop pooing. Like people can actually stop that. <laughs> like it's not a function. I don't think there's a switch on my body that I could just be like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Have you ever been like weird camping where you're like, you don't poop for three days because your body's like, I'm not pooping in that hole. No, I don't have that problem. Erica has that problem, but not me. See, or like when I was trying to, to use the squat toilet for the first time in China and like I could never do it. And I said, I'm just not going to poop in, in a sit down toilet. I'm only squat. And after like two days, my body was like, it's go time. Yeah. And then you ruined one of their bathrooms. <laughs> then I they destroyed the squat toilets. <laughs> well, the squat toilets are actually better for you, right? The squatty potty. Yeah. Right? You, 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 so Chinese got it right, man. Yeah. So where it's at. On Tuesday, Wellington Water, which manages the Seaview Wastewater Treatment Plant, said it w- was continuing to address the odor management issue that has plagued Lower Hutt, a city in the Wellington region, in recent months. I hope the people that are like really mad at the city get shirts made that say beef Wellington with with in between. It's like beef oh, with Wellington. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, nice. Look at that. Uh, I thought, you know, Wellington's on the water. I thought they would just pump the waste into the ocean. Isn't that what people in America do? Well, yeah, but it goes through treatment first. Gotcha. We acknowledge the odor levels have been unpleasant, inconvenient, and distressful for the community, Wellington Water said in a statement. During a meeting of the local Hutt City Council last month, Mayor Campbell Barry questioned if something could be done to reduce the smell ahead of a music festival, Juicy Fest, in early January. 
<laughs> the music festival is going to stink no matter what. I think by the time you get to Juicy Fest, you are so high, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the porty potties at Juicy Fest are probably the nicer smell of the... You're like, oh, I can get away from the smell by going into the porta potty. Yes. Hang on. Let's see who's at Juicy Fest. Oh, and Bone Thugs and Harmony is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Ashanti, the game. T-Pain, uh, you're T-Pain. T-Pain's going to be there? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Thousands of attenders are expected to descend on a local park where artists include Ashanti, T-Pain are set to perform. A council official told Barry residents could stop pooing. However, on Tuesday, Barry said the official's comments were made in jest with no such advice issued. But I would, I mean, it wouldn't hurt, right? Like, just cork it, bro. No, it would hurt, actually, if you stop pooing. <laughs> I think that is the whole point. Why you poo? Touché. Uh, Barry, Touché. Said a, Barry said a potential increase in sewage con- contributions linked with the upcoming Juicy Fest would not make a difference to the odor issue. You got to pre-plan this not pooping for like a week before. Yeah, if you I just do it the day before, it's like flossing when you go to the dentist, right? You can't do it the I, week before. You got to do it all month. Yeah. So it says uh, the company's been fined for essentially not doing a good job at what they're doing. Uh, it says works are now underway to replace the plant's biofilters with deodorizing chemical dispersing machines in operation to improve their air in the interim. It doesn't quite say why it's bad right now. Here, here's if you read between the lines of that last one, it is buy stock and Febreze. Yeah, right. So you said they're trying to control the market to hike up the, the stock on a certain uh, it's your, product. It's your classic pump and dump, yo. <laughs> Wellington Water said initial works are on track to be completed towards the end of January, while 13 million New Zealand dollars will be invested in longer term improvements over the next three years. I You can't throw out 13 million New Zealand dollars and make that impressive. That's like 13 million like pesos. You're like, yeah, that's right? $23. Uh, they essentially say expect the stench to get worse. You got to go through hell to get to heaven. There's a group that they formed called Stop the Stench using local leaders to act members of stop the stench facebook group spoke of relocating their christmas celebration to homes outside lower hut i would just relocate my pooping outside the city council i would say juicy fest needs to move juicy fest has got to go somewhere else it's got to go outside the city limits to lower hut they're saying the kids are having trouble concentrating at school um, I feel like that's some BS I would say in school. <laughs> it smells like uh, poop in here. I can't concentrate. A local business owner reportedly said staff aren't eating lunch as a result. Well, that's whatever that is, right? Less lunch breaks, that's good for the uh, the employer. Yeah, right? Yeah, so what do you think about this, Louis? I mean, it's good that they, they there's not a mayoral decree that says you can't poop anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's uh, come on. I, why is there only one sewage treatment facility, right? Like, I mean, you got to have backups yeah. upon the backups upon the backups. And then if that just dump it in the ocean, that's what I say. Like Cuba need, and North Korea. If you need a North Korea dumps it into South Korea. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. They just have machines that shoot it over the, the wall. That's why they built that giant gun. Yeah, I think it's it sucks because this is a really lovely town. But, uh, you know, hey, cancel the fest. I think T-Pain will understand. <laughs> yes, he'll be down with it. <laughs> All right. I like it.
weird news story part the the story comes from kxan.com it's a news source more reliable than having a christmas display on april 3rd um you don't think that people do that you shouldn't that was the day jesus died that was the death date oh he did oh yeah, you're celebrating his birth. So what do you do on death day? Do you like flag goes at half half staff? Do you do like, you know, the graves out front or you put the big big circle boulder that he moved to the side with his bare hands after he was crucified? He blocked block off your garage with the big boulder <laughs> yeah. and after you roll it away. Yeah. What do you do to? Oh, I guess is that what Easter Easter is when he was died? Is that what you celebrate? It's his, no, Easter is his rebirth day. Oh. Gotcha. So we yeah. celebrate his birthday twice, essentially. Yeah, homeboy's double dipping. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little much. All right. So centrally, it says, uh, let's see here. This comes from Texas, where I am. It says strange lights in the skies caused a bit of chaos in Georgetown this December with some questioning if the unidentified lights could be aliens. You know, in Texas, they're like illegal aliens. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that th that's how you know you're doing a good job with your lights, is if people confuse it with some sort of like extraterrestrial craft right yeah or like mexican invasion that's how jesus would have wanted it there was a lot of ascending and descending so i think well that's the thing is like where did the christmas lights come in like how is that sort of celebrating jesus like, was there like some like you know inflatable Rudolph the red nosed reindeers like next to the crucifix? Which <laughs> is like, why didn't Rudolph stop him from getting killed on the cross? The Romans have those inflatable car dealership thingies, <laughs> like to to sort of gather get people's attention, like what was going down. Fun fact: Pontius Pilate invented the wavy arm guy. <laughs> There's been a lot of chatter about it on social media, but behind the lights isn't anything or anyone extraterrestrial. Rather, it's one man who loves Christmas a lot and is putting on the most elaborate light show he's ever done to date. I love people that just kind of like got to one up them each other every year. Like, but uh, that's how it has to go, though, right? Like, you can't stop putting money into the machine. Yeah, I mean, once you start it, it's it's all over, right? I mean, you put up one light. You put, I turn on a, I turn on a porch light once, and now I've got lights in the whole house. <laughs> I started planning for the day after Christmas last year, Chris. Hartgraves said it's a careful curated show that's grown over the last three years. It's an elaborate production with about 13,000 lights. I, that doesn't seem like much. No, it doesn't. Everybody knows I save up my vacation time and they know my vacation once a year is to actually just set up the lights. Says. <laughs> he spends his vacation setting up Christmas lights. Yeah, but this is his, this is his moment to shine. Like he enjoys the, the light shining on him of all of his neighbors. But then they have a picture of him in front of his house. And his house is like not that big. So it's sort of like where I don't even see that many lights in his yard, honestly. Yeah, but he does have one of those giant 13 foot skeletons that's dressed as Santa Claus. Yeah. And he did like some prosthetics on it because like it's not a skeleton, right? I, well, he's wearing a beard and sunglasses, so we can't tell. No, he's got like a you know, pale face. That's that's the skeleton color. Okay. <laughs> uh, his face is bone colored. <laughs> most of the work starts in his garage. He keeps a list of what he needs on the wall, builds most of the Christmas decorations himself, and taught himself how to program his home's light show on the computers on this computer software. And then I don't know, is there like there's not even a link to that? So why they say nope. that? Uh, I put all the models on the house here on this computer program, Hartgrave says. That model is a digital replica of his actual home, and he's able to see how the light show will play out in real time from his computer. 
Yeah, he can see he can see the neighbor dog peeing on his lawn on his simulation. Every week it's a different show, Hartgrave's neighbor K said. On the Facebook page, people are wondering what are these things that I can see from, you know, H E B or down the street, and everybody's commenting that it's Chris again doing his light show. Well, here's the thing. They don't know yet. Yeah, well, I guess if I was like a, you know, driving through the town and I was saw lights in the sky off in the distance, I would also assume that it was aliens. Yeah, well, yeah, I heard about the story about you freaking out about when you saw Starlink for the first time. Yeah, I definitely thought that was aliens. <laughs> I did too. Uh, the first time I was out, I was like, what the heck? Hargrave said he didn't expect his lights to confuse so many people. People thought it was Elon Musk and his Starlink. There it is. Hargrave said some people said it was aliens coming down to land. Hartgraves even got the cops called on him this year. He said they had to verify he wasn't intentionally pointing the flashing concert lights on his roof at aircrafts. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not. This would be the way you do it, though, if you're going to do like that, pointing the lasers at the aircrafts. So you're saying like Al-Qaeda's next move is, is to, to decorate, to decorate, a, house decorate a house with Christmas. Under the flight path. <laughs> and we'll take down one plane. Maybe. And then there's a picture of a cop knocking on his door. And it says, yep. I invited them to stick around and watch the show, which they did, which was pretty cool, Hartgrove said with a laugh. There was a talking tree and light bulb animations on Hartgrove's home that played during the shows. He said that they represent his family. He, his wife, and two daughters even recorded their voices, making it all more personal. I hope he has, like, the talking tree does, like, shtick, like, Christmas jokes or whatever. Oh, was doing, like, crowd work. Hey, where are you from? <laughs> Who's from out of town? <laughs> How does a Christmas tree do its heroin? Needles. <laughs> I grew up in apartments, so I never had a house to decorate for Christmas, Hargrave said. I didn't want the same experience for my kids growing up. Selfishly, I've given myself those memories, too. I like how the kids are probably like dreaming of living in an apartment that's not like, you know, like, hey, we can actually park in front of our house now. Yeah, they're like, we just want our dad back. We just, <laughs> just want to go be... on vacation. I just want to be able to go to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> I just want our electric bill to not be $10,000 a month. We, we can have chemo or a light show. Uh, Hargrave said the lights are on every single night, but the light show happens Friday through Sunday from 630 to 9. Shows run every 15 minutes and are free for anyone who wants to come enjoy the lights. Um, yeah, and then they actually give his address. If you guys want to go there next year, it's in Rancho Siena neighborhood in the 600 block of Saturina Drive. If you guys are in the Georgetown, Texas neighborhood. Uh, and then there's pictures, and essentially they look like they're lights in the sky. Dude, I'm telling you, I've... They're showing, do you see the picture of his house all lit up? No, no, I don't. Yeah. So go to the pictures at the top and then there's a, and it's not even that much. Like even just walking around the neighborhood here, there's more lights than that. And, but I think it's like dances and stuff with like music. Yeah. But I mean, that's not that much lights. I mean, he just has like the Vegas lights going up in the sky, right? Like that's the, yeah. Picture. It's like he's got the Luxor in his backyard. Yeah. Essentially. And like they have the picture of what people thought was the aliens and it's like cloudy and you see sort of like, you know, some lights. Yeah. I would think that was Starlink or, yeah. Or Independence Day. One of the two. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Louis? I always like people who do fun things for like for fun. There's no money involved. He's not like sponsored by Coke or Dr. Pepper or anything like that. Here's the thing, though. This is only two and a half hours from where you are right now. Georgetown? I, yeah, I think you bundle up Elvis and hit the road. Yeah, you think so? You think it's still going? I think, it, I think you said it goes through New Year's. Maybe. Maybe I'll go, dude. I mean, <laughs> based off the pictures that I'm looking at, not, I don't think it's going to be worth it. 
the show might change your mind. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so, give us a five-star review wherever you got this podcast at. That's right. Just give us the Cinco. You can do that on iTunes, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, uh, whatever Google's thing is that makes yeah. it work. Where can the fine people see you the next two weeks, Louie? That's a very good question. Someone that I was not quite prepared <laughs> <laughs> Well, while you're looking, I could tell people where I'm going to be. I am going to be showcasing at the Washington or not the Washington, the Western Fair Association in Los Angeles on the 4th or I think the 4th. Yeah. January 4th. I'll be down in L.A. I'm going to see you and be staying on your hide a bed. Maybe if you have a hide a bed, Mm -hmm. then you can see me on the Royal Caribbean Navigator of the Seas starting on the 8th, going all the way to the 15th. Nice, nice yeah. to navigate those seas. Yeah, what about you, man? You can catch me. Um, I will be in Anaheim, or as Matt calls it, uh, Southern LA. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was isn't the... it Northern Los Angeles. Is Anaheim Northern Los Angeles? I think it's south. I think it's south oh. and east. Gotcha. Uh, from the third through the sixth. On the sixth, I'm going to Disneyland. So if y'all want to go to Disneyland with uh, me and a couple other people, hit me up. On the 11th, you can catch me at the Wind River Casino in um, Redding, California. On the 12th, you can catch me at Two Fingers Social in West Seattle. And on the 13th, you can catch me at the Spokane Comedy Club. So I got a nice little three-day run of hits coming up. All right, folks, if uh, you want to send us a message, you can do so at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Send us any weird news stories. Just check in. Tell us how you're doing. And uh, be sure to check out all our our social sites for uh, updated meme contest winners and uh, to get your name in the meme contest and hopefully win some Odd and Offbeat swag. Other than that, we hope you have a weird two weeks. We're out. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, folks. See you in 2024. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.